Hi, I'm Libby. Welcome to She Is Seen, the podcast. This is a space where we open up deep, meaningful conversations and go into the spaces that are sometimes a bit uncomfortable to shift shame by sharing stories and just look at what resonates in each of us. So today I'm really excited to be interviewing a woman named Sarah, who is a embodiment coach, but she her business goes into all sorts of spaces and I'm actually going to let her describe what she does more. So thank you for being here, Sarah. <laughs> that was awesome. Thank you, Libby. <laughs> yes, it is It is hard to describe what I do. It's, it is challenging to, you know, try to fit into a box or a mould. Um, yeah, I've got a background in movement for like over 25 years. So, you know, was a professional dancer back in the day and then evolved into Pilates and yoga and yin and I owned and directed studios for um, over a decade, a long time. And it was in that time where I was running the Pilates and yoga studios that, you know, I'd have people in a Pilates class and I'm like, oh, you so need Shavasana. And, they'd like, and they'd be like, oh, I'm not a yogi. And then I'd have people in my yoga studio. I'm like, oh, you guys really, it'd be great if you learnt true core connection. Oh, no, no, I'm a yogi. Like, people would always resist what it was they really needed. Yeah, And I just started to look at classes and I'm like, oh, it's just not giving these women what they need. It's just such surface level where it's really they need something so much deeper. And I guess from there, it's where um, I've developed a, a beautiful method that's called integrative awakened movements. And it's it's really beautiful. It basically is about your mind-body connection. Like I don't want women to exercise at the start. It's like it's got nothing to do with exercise. Get to know you first. Because so many people are out there exercising, and I, I hate to say it, but so many women are actually doing more harm than good, especially when it comes to their pelvic floor and their core. And, you know, exercise culture is encouraging women to go harder and faster. And it's just like, oh, you know, and they're like, oh, but it hurts. It must be good. I'm like, no, it's not. You know, and how many women go to exercise to de-stress, whereas, you know, they're actually causing more stress. Yeah. So basically, if I was to put it down in a nutshell, I help women reconnect to their bodies and, and reconnect to its innate wisdom and mastery. And then I guess in the sense of that, I am teaching other movement professionals, you know, from all around the world to, to do the same for their clients too. So I guess that's where the business element comes in. I'm coaching other well-being practitioners or Pilates and yoga teachers to delve a little bit beyond just the physical and what, you know, modern day exercise culture is and get back down into, you know, the, how the mental and emotional body can you know have such a huge influence on our body awesome that sounds amazing yes. and, I, and I don't know if I've said to, said to you but in the um circular sheen membership at the moment we've been doing a lot of pelvic floor stuff and we have got you coming in to do some awesome stuff with the members in there this month as well I really relate to what you're saying about doing extra damage I had a really traumatic birth personally and have got lots of pelvic floor issues which you don't have need to have birth to have pelvic floor issues either I think that's another big misconception that you're only going to be wetting yourself if you've had kids that's Absolutely. not that's not not necessarily true but I, I don't know if that brings anything up for you yeah absolutely yeah. and and that's the main thing and I work with you know so many women I was speaking to just a nurse this morning who's who's going to do my um I am woman virtual course and she's a midwife so like think of that she's a midwife she knows all about the pelvic area but her herself, it, her pelvic floor is still 
not great. And she's like, I've been to the physios, I've been here, I've been there. And first thing I teach women, and it's nothing that I have learned from anyone else apart from my own research and observations. We've got this muscle within our body. It's called the psoas. Have you ever heard of that? It's spelled P-S-O-A-S. So it's a silent P. A lot of people know it as the iliopsoas. Anyway, it joins the top half and the body half, bottom half of the body together. It starts in the back. It comes down around the bottom and inserts in front of the hip. So it's a hip flexor. It stabilizes spine. That's physical. The thing is, from a primal perspective and from the connections our emotions have to our body, whenever we're stressed or anxious or worried, our psoas contracts and it actually pulls our pelvis into this flexion, into this tuck. So it's phenomenal. Once you understand it, it's like, that's the answer to all of my problems. And I did a research trial last year with women all around the world and every single woman was doing the same thing because I've worked with thousands of women over the years. I thought, is it just the women I work with? Does it really happen to everyone? basically we are so we're in this subconscious clutch so our pelvis is sort of tucking back in a protected position because from back in the day like it you know is alerted to danger it's like <gasps> danger boom our body will contract like it'll it knows what to do so that yep. psoas contracts so that you can sprint away and save yourself from the big dinosaur or your psoas contracts so you can contract down and protect yourself And the thing is, our body is still having the same physiological response, even though we're stressed because we're late for work or we're stressed because our mother-in-law is coming over. We're still responding the same way. So it's taking us into our sympathetic nervous system, which is our stress state, where all the adrenaline, all the cortisol pumping through the body. We don't need that all the time. We do, like, you know, that's a great thing to happen if we really need to protect ourselves or sprint and run but we don't need it if we're sitting at the desk at work worried about a deadline and a massive thing for so many women is creative blocks and like you know I just can't oh and I'm like yeah because you're in your sympathetic nervous system it's like you've been told there's a snake in the room you can't think of anything else apart from that and when I first meet women they say oh you know, I'm eating clean, I'm going to the gym three times a week and I'm doing this and I'm doing that and I'm just, oh, and my weight's not budging. And I'm like, of course it's not because you're in your stress state. When you're in your stress state, your digestion stops. Like, you know, you don't, your body doesn't digest properly. Your body's going to store fat because it thinks you need it in case of a famine. So the first thing I do with any woman before we even think of pelvic floor is release that unconscious clutching that they're doing within their pelvis. It's really amazing. Then we get into the pelvic floor. And because I have these things called mind-body discovery sessions. So this guy just came tagged along with his wife. And he was lying there. And I was making him do the the awareness. And I, I it's hard to describe, but I say I like, you know, I drop a marble, an imaginary marble, and is it rolling to 12 o'clock? Is it rolling to six o'clock? Hard to imagine over a podcast, but it's just about where the pelvis is. Anyway, this man's like what in the bloody hell is this? What, what is this? What have you brought me to? He's getting so frustrated. He's like, God, this is crap. And then he goes, what do you want me to do? Just like, let go. I said, yes, let go. And then he released his pelvis and then boom, the tears started to flow because we're walking around holding on in this stress state and we don't realize. So that is the first thing we do with anyone because that is what we need to release before we even consider pelvic floor health. 
Yeah. And the thing is, a lot of women these days have, you know, weak pelvic floors or incontinence because of an overtight pelvic floor too. Yeah. Because, you know, when they're in that stress state, the pelvic floor is also in this contraction. But for anything to be healthy, it needs to relax and then connect and relax and then connect. People are already stressed. So their pelvic floor is already essentially contracted. And then yep. they're like, oh, I should do Kegels. Uh, uh. <laughs> like it's, they, they don't need more of that. They need the release and the connection. So, yeah, pelvic release in the psoas is number one. And then pelvic alignment and awareness is number two. And then we get into the pelvic floor, which is, you know, the release and the connection. I'll ask you the question because you said you've, um, you know, had challenges with your pelvic floor over the years. Are you aware of what the best thing that you could do for your pelvic floor is? I don't know. No, if, um, I'm like, in what direction? <laughs> yeah, well, just like if you've, yeah, have you been seeing doctors and physios and things to help you with your pelvic floor? It's actually pretty managed at the moment, touch wood. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was from physical trauma. I was fully dilated for seven hours when I was in labour. So there was um, some things went wrong. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I've actually found... If it gets really, can get really overtight, like I can relate to you saying that, and massage is one of the best things that's helped me, which I think is a thing that's not, yeah, that's not a thing that's spoken about a lot either, and the, that can be really helpful. Yeah, I don't know. I actually relate to you to what you're saying about that, the tensing and the pinching. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, since I had so ended up having an emergency cesarean, and since the recovery from that, I can physically feel that sensation in my body. Yes. So that really rings true to me when I'm, if I get started or something, I'm, oh, like it's, I can, you can feel, feel it. Like, like scar tissue. Yeah. Ah, that's awesome. And you know, I love your movement. It's so amazing, especially because of, you know, think of how many women over the years suck their tummy in. They walk in, and that's exactly the same thing. They don't realize they're sucking their tummy in, unbeknownst to them, taking them straight into their stress state. Yeah. But they're doing it because they think it's going to make them look good. But they're signaling their body to, to move into their stress state. So that is a really important habit to break. And so many women say, oh, but I'll look huge if I let my tummy hang out. I'm like, no, 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 no. Enjoying the expansion and the connection is the most important thing. And the best thing that we can do for our pelvic floor once we've released the clutch yep. is to is to breathe <laughs> oh yeah because just but the thing is and even though and that sounds crazy too but half of us are walking around basically suffocating ourselves like we've got that clutch happening okay so just like our heart beats all day every day we don't need to think about it just like our lungs expand and contract all day every day we don't need to think about it. There's a, a beautiful connection within our body of our diaphragm, our belly, and our pelvic floor. So in an ideal world, like think of our babies. You looked at our babies when they were first born and their belly is so beautiful and round and it just expands and contracts with each breath. If you look at you know any adult, you'll see that their breath is so much higher up into their chest. So ideally, when the psoas is released and we're relaxed and not in our stress state, when we breathe, our diaphragm contracts down, our belly rises and our pelvic floor relaxes. And then as you exhale, your diaphragm lifts up, your deep abdominals reconnect 
and your pelvic floor returns to its natural state. So think about your pelvic floor if it was going expand and connect and expand and connect all day, every day. It would be healthy. It would be thriving. But we're in that stress state. So the pelvic floor and the tummy don't get like they're out of the equation. So the diaphragm's like and then the tummy and the pelvic floor are just these stagnant things are forgotten about. Yeah. Yeah, if that makes sense, you're not even, all the muscles aren't getting utilised properly even. Yeah, and the thing is there's not really anything for us to learn because our bodies know how to do that. That's the thing. When I work with people and women especially, it's just really unlearning and letting go of those habits (laughs) that, you know, we have picked up along the way. If you're going to recommend one thing for if someone's listening and take away from this, what would you say for them to, I don't know, bring their awareness to or... Yeah, I, I guess becoming aware of the subconscious clutching is is really important. If they're in a you know exercise class or they're getting told to imprint their lower, you know, it's a really common thing, imprint your lower back. Again, that's taking you into your stress state. And they say, oh, it's good for your core. But then if your core is your pelvic floor, the back and the front, it's not really good for your core because it's only good for the front of your core, not the yeah. back. Yep. You know, we've got to think of your core like a building. You don't just create foundation and strength at the front of the building. <laughs> you need yeah. the foundation at the base and the back and the sides. Yeah. And that's what exercise culture is doing to a lot of us, just building the strength at the front. So definitely, um, yeah, understanding that unconscious clutching, which not many people are doing, unfortunately, which is where I really want to get this this out. And I am working with a lot of, you know, Pilates and yoga teachers to bring it into their work so that more people can can be empowered stop stuffing your stomach (laughs) breathe belly breath is is so beautiful like belly breath not only is it bringing us down into our parasympathetic nervous system which is our state of calm and rest and connect the expansion and the connection is amazing for our core and our pelvic floor really i was just thinking while you're saying that as well i really relate but in classes for it's really important to be working with someone I think in an exercise class that I come from a really competitive surfing background um and I have awesome have whiplash injury like injury to my neck and I relate well to what you're saying because I've trained at a quite extreme level but I have quite extreme injuries and Mm -hmm. relating in exercise classes can be I I know where my body's limits are but it's quite can be quite hard to interpret that to someone that I'm training with. Absolutely. Because that, and that's what integrative awakened movement is. And, and one of the women that are doing my teach trade at the moment, she's just like, oh, like she was blown away when I said, and when your body has had enough, just stop. She's like, oh my God, I've never been told that before. I've always been count. It's always a countdown. Do this. And it's like, what if you're like a general exercise class is encouraging people to do more harm than good. Like if their body's fatigued and they're done, stop. But it's like, 10 more, go, go, go. And it's like, there comes the migraine the next day. Yeah, I'm always with my work encouraging people, which goes beyond exercise. Yeah, Like exercise is so standard and so regulated. Let's pretend like I'm sitting here now, but we've all done this, like sit on your bottom and open your legs out to the side, like a nice straddle. You know, we've all done that. Does that make sense? If you, yeah. yeah, like if you're a dancer, second position, or you're just sitting And then think of what generally happens. You go, let's stretch. And the people go, and they stretch. And then they go, oh, shit, I used to be able to go further. 
oh, and they're trying and then they're looking and comparing themselves to everyone else and they're causing more harm than good. So the first thing I do is close your eyes, <laughs> relax, walk those hands forward, listen or feel where it is your body wants to go and accept what that is <laughs> without any comparison, without any judgment. Because we never do that. We're always forcing our body based on comparison and judgment and expectation. We're never just honoring what it is our body wants or needs. Yes. Another uh, takeaway for women listening to this, think about, you know, so many people, we all want to improve our posture, don't we? So what do we do if we're sitting here listening to this podcast and then we talk about improving our posture? Straight away we go, squeeze our shoulder blades back, lift your chin, and we activate yep. our back. You know, you think about grandma, chin up, shoulders back, come on. <laughs> That's actually really detrimental. It's, you know, it's not detrimental as such, but it's not great. Yep. You know, it's ideally, you know, where your alignment is to improve your posture. It's your alignment that is there. And when yep. you're aligned, everything's where it needs to be. So your muscles can go, ah, oh. yeah. but we're using our muscles to try to <laughs> have a good posture yep. and it's, it's not what it's about. Yeah. Yep. And then with the injuries, um, that's where yin is amazing, which is, again, amazing for women off the mat and out of exercise classes and helping them surrender, trust, and let time do its thing in everyday life too. Have you heard anything about yin? Do you know much about yeah, yin? Yeah. But, yes, I do know the value of yin and of being where you are as you are, you know, and it's almost an extension of what we're promoting in she's seen in general it's just being where you are as you are and being okay as you are and yes flexing into it which is yeah that's kind of what comes up for me when you say that exactly and that's it like with the you know the stretching I don't like to say stretching but what I was talking about when you're sitting with your legs out yeah, you know, yeah just that in itself is so empowering it, it, yeah. it just is such a beautiful compliment to your philosophy and your mission yeah because that is what that that sense of acceptance yeah yeah, the, yeah presence within yourself which is a massive skill and we try we're trained by society to be busy all the time and to be feeling mm -hmm. doing something to be of value yes and I think that's a yeah just giving yourself time to come in to your own body and even like you're saying allow yourself to breathe almost goes against what we've been conditioned in society because our society is set up for us to be consuming <laughs> so if we're if you're still and at peace in your body you're not consuming and that doesn't work for the agenda but that's a whole other <laughs> hallelujah With, going back to the yin people don't need to go to a yin yoga class that's a thing like you know like i love the blue zones and stuff how they don't even exercise and that's essentially my philosophy it's like exercise less and move more like get out and go for a surf you don't need to go to a, a yin yoga class you don't need to go to a pilates class get out the garden and and move with you know the injuries and things and with yin and what i've found from experience is people go oh yeah yin i've done that i couldn't sit still i hated it so whenever i guide people through a yin shape because you're placing stress like all those injuries you've got they're yin tissues we want to delve yep. there so you're placing that stress into your yin tissues and you yourself aren't doing anything but if you hold that shape after about 90 seconds your body 
starts to create a phase change. So you're not doing anything, but your body is producing hyaluronic acid. You've got little workers inside called fibroblasted chondrocytes. They're reorganizing your collagen fibers. They're regenerating that ligament tissue all where you've been injured. And all it takes is you to surrender, trust, and let time do its thing. But that's where I like to guide people that can't physically be still through the process of what's happening within because like, oh, okay, 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 that sounds good. I'll be still for that because that sounds like it's, you know, <laughs> giving me a, um, <laughs> you know, something's happening. That That's a thing for women, isn't it? We think of stillness as being lazy. Yeah, definitely. And it's not. It's sort of big loop, isn't it? But there's so much, <laughs> yeah, so much value in. But, yeah, there is so much value in the stillness. We just feel lazy. We just feel like, you know, we're not doing enough. It's like we go from not enough to too much. And that's what I, I always like to um, relate the physical with the you know the actual life just like where is just enough and that's what I find so many women don't know these days just enough and that's what I'm here to essentially remind them for we've got you coming in, in the circle of sheep have you got an idea of what you're going to bring into that space just so the members know oh, absolutely yeah I will do the making women aware of that subconscious clutching women's like they'll lie down on the floor with their knees bent just like they're about to do some exercise and then I can just guide them you learn so much through observation as well it's really interesting like even yeah. if you just have a, a few of them doing the physical thing and then the others you know watching and witnessing it so we'll we'll do the the psoas like releasing the unconscious stress that we hold within our body because yeah. that is the First, most important thing I believe any woman, any man, um, ideally should do. And then we'll talk about pelvic floor, core, and breath. That in itself is just the most simple yet transformational thing women can do. Awesome. The thing is, it's not the one, you know, people go to a one hour exercise class or they'll go, you know, I was talking to someone before and she's got this thing to help her pelvic floor get stronger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that, that's cool, but that's one hour of your day or one hour of your week. What about the other like 23 hours throughout each day? That's yep. what I like to, to help women with. The things that just happen all day, every day without, yeah, to support us. Awesome. That sounds really yeah. exciting. Thank you so much for chatting to me. And I'm just thinking if anyone's listening and they're not a member of Circle of She yet, they can head to um, sheisseen.com.au and you can become a member um, in time for your class. Um, yeah, oh, it's, yeah, best thing that any woman will do for themselves. And if anybody wants to come and connect with you to work with you directly where to, or follow you along with your journey and what you're doing, where can they find you? Yeah, um, I'm mostly on Instagram. So it's I underscore am underscore Sarah Adele. Stands for Integrative Awakened Movement. <laughs> or, yeah, my website is www.sarah with a H, Adele. Dot com dot au. But yeah, awesome. come and say hello on Instagram. I'll pop links with this to your website and your Instagram handle and everything as well. So thank yeah, you. awesome. No worries. It was great. Ancients for all you're doing. It's so important and so very much needed. Thanks. Thanks for listening to She Has Seen the Podcast. I would love it if you could subscribe to the podcast and leave a rating or review to help us grow this wonderful community, which you're welcome to join and be part of in whatever way works for you. You can connect with us more on the socials or online at She Has Seen Movement. We would love to hear from you. So reach out, get involved and help us shift shame by sharing stories. Thank you for being here and showing up. 
This is your weekly reminder that you are enough exactly as you are in this moment. And actually, you're kind of amazing. So thank you. And we'll talk to you soon.